have you tuned in. It's Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you getting underway at the end of this week. It is a Friday broadcast. I am Jerry Usher along with Debbie Giorgiani. Great to have you tuned in today. We have the show team, Ace, Matt, and Michael McCall is on social media today. And we're going to talk about something that really a lot of people are talking about, Debbie. It's in the news. It's been in the media. Um, There's been a lot of hype over the last couple weeks, and that is, uh, it is Super Bowl Sunday uh, this weekend. It is? (laughs) Yeah, but you didn't know that, did you? (laughs) Well, I did know that it's it's, um, Valentine's Day on Ash Wednesday, and I know that a lot of couples are celebrating this weekend. I know because a lot of my friends said they're celebrating this weekend way before Lent starts, Mm -hmm. so I know that. I do know there are a lot of Super Bowl parties. Why do I know that? Because um, actually street names have been changed in the area where I live in Arizona. I just found out this morning, Jerry, that uh, Brock, Pur- Brock Purdy, the um, the quarterback of uh, San Francisco 49ers, uh, he went to, it's called Perry High School, right about 10 minutes where I live. Uh, it's, a, it's the town right next to me. Mm-hmm. And they just changed the street name to Purdy. Huh. Well, there you go. So Queen Creek, Arizona now has a Purdy Avenue or something like that. So there you go. Him. Super yeah, Bowl. A, <laughs> I think both quarterbacks are very fine young men. Both are devout Christians from what we mm-hmm. understand. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, folks, we're going we're gonna to talk about the Super Bowl today, but in kind of an interesting sort of way. And that is we want to know from you. Are you going to watch the game? Uh, do you follow the hype? I mean, it's been a couple weeks of media hype, as it usually is, press conferences, uh, t- tons of media saturation and coverage. Are you going to be attending or hosting a Super Bowl party? Do you really not even care about the game? <laughs> and we really want to know, you know, we kind of titled the show, and then there was a football game because kind of uh, curious to hear your take on, you know, how the football game is sort of sandwiched in around just this amazing amount of hype and stuff that I was talking about a minute ago. It's almost like the game for many people is just is anticlimactic. You just watch it sort of because it's what you do or what your friends do or whatever. So call in with any take on this topic today because uh, we need to hear from you in order to make it another impactful broadcast at 833-288-EWTN, 833-288-3986. And maybe you can tell us which team you're going to be rooting for. We'd like to know that as well. It's because we like to get to know one another better. We are the Take-Two family. So let's go. Fill the phone lines. And then there was a football game this weekend called the Super Bowl. And those halftime shows, uh, there's a lot to speak about that. And what to do we do we um, shut the TV set down when that halftime show is on? And all the all the commercials, some of them are... Not so good. It's tough. I know they're paying millions of dollars to have that quick spot on the Super Bowl. But, uh, you know, but then I heard, too, you know, I I remember the time when Catholics come home and Virtue Media, they they were able to grab some of the some of the airtime and they were able to get in. And I think it was um, is it Tim Tebow? I I think it was Tim Tebow. There was one there was a commercial there and it had to do with being Christian and our Christian values. So that's a good use of of airtime so there you go folks so there's a lot to say about this the super bowls this weekend it's also uh well we're going to say valentine's weekend because everybody's going to celebrate it before ash wednesday so we can talk about all sorts of things like that what are you doing this weekend 833-288-3986 well i can actually say my team has a part in the super bowl this year they're, they're not that? in the super bowl but their stadium is hosting the super bowl 
Oh, because I'm a Las Vegas Raiders fan and have been for right. about 50, over 50 years. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, the, the, right. the, the Allegiant Stadium there is hosting the game. Um, mm-hmm. We had a lot of people calling in with, uh, with thoughts on this, but there are still a couple of open phone lines. What about those commercials? You know, a lot of them are quite hilarious. In fact, they, a lot of people tune in just to watch the, uh, the in- innovative and creative uh, spots that run during the Super Bowl. But we just want to know, you know, about your weekend plans and if, does it include watching the game, maybe hosting some friends, going out to, uh, you know, your favorite sports bar or whatever. Uh, we mm-hmm. can talk about this, uh, the Super Bowl. Does the game mean anything to you? After all of the buildup, sometimes the game is such a letdown. So what do you think about that? 833-288-3986. I totally agree. Sometimes I think the Super Bowl is so anticlimactic. It's so mm-hmm. boring. I end up I end up taking a nap. But I, I will tell you, Marty and I, we are going to a restaurant, a local restaurant. It's locally owned, and it's right on the border of where we live and Queen Creek, where Brock Purdy's whole family is. And apparently everybody's dressing up in the jerseys. The, mm-hmm. Everybody's doing it. Um, we did not get jerseys. We, we're, we're too late. Uh, the Georgianis will just show up in our normal clothes. and uh, But we will celebrate because he is one of ours, uh, young man that went to school here and he's Christian and he just got engaged and there's something else that we share in, uh, in common that I that I love that he loves is he wears the uh, number 13 for Dan Marino hmm. and you know Jerry that I named my first son after Dan Marino I always I always say that even though it was after my father-in-law but I love Dan Marino and my son was born on the 13th oh, so wow. there hmm. you go and I met Dan Marino by the way and I told him that at an event and he hugged me and he said, God bless you. You really did name him after me? I said, sure, I did. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, the world is 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 all uh, perfect for Brock Purdy, it sounds like. You know, yeah. young, young, talented Christian quarterback engaged to be married, playing in the Super Bowl. What more could you want? But he's got a formidable opponent, Patrick Mahomes. They've been in the Super mm-hmm. Bowl a lot. I think the Chiefs have been in the AFC title game. What is it? Five, six, seven years in a row, something like that. So. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking. Uh, we're talking Super Bowl. It's also, of course, the feast of Our Lady of Lords on Sunday. It falls mm. on a Sunday, though, so we'll have the Sunday masses and not, not the feast per se. But um, talking about the, the the Super Bowl weekend is the hype, the buildup, all worth it to you? Do you even care? Do you watch the game? Watch the commercials? Uh, do you just find something else to do? Debbie just said she takes a nap instead of watching the game. <laughs> I do. Eight three three two eight eight EWTN. Eight three three two eight eight. Three nine eight six. Do we know who the um, headliner is for the um, halftime? Do we know who the halftime person is? Um, I don't even know actually. Who the entertainer is? I don't know who it is. Um, you know, oh, Ace just sent something over. Oh, yeah, I should know who it is. Yeah, there you go. Why don't it's you go Usher. ahead? Usher. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, in fact, I gotta go. I gotta catch a flight to Las Vegas here for the <laughs> halftime show right after. Uh, I understand everybody is going to Vegas and they're having storms there. I, I heard that on the news this morning. So it's kind of interesting. So everybody, if you're traveling there, be careful. We're talking about the Super Bowl. It's it's here just a couple days away. We need your help. So we need the Take-Two family. If you're listening right now, you are part of the family. Please call in. Share your plans for this weekend. 833-288-3986. Fill those phone lines. Let's go. Things Super Bowl on this, well, national holiday almost of a weekend. 
833-288-3986. Uh, we want to encourage you, as John at Williams did at the end of her show, you know, obviously you want to go to Mass on Sunday. I mean, the, the Super Bowl's at a time where it shouldn't prevent anybody from going to Mass, but we want to, want to make sure it's still a very important spiritual day and a faith-filled day for us as well. But want to just uh, get your thoughts on the Super Bowl, the build-up, the hype. The, uh, is the game even anticlimactic when it finally comes around? 833-288-3986. We're going to go to your calls, but I want to mention that EWTN has a comprehensive documentation section of saints on the website. Saints are, of course, the heroes of the church. They serve as examples for all Catholics. They show us how to lead a more satisfying, more spiritual life in communion with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Visit EWTN.com and click Catholicism and view our comprehensive documentation of saints, some of whom serve as doctors of the church, many of them are theologians. Again, that's EWTN.com and click Catholicism. Okay, so I have this notebook that I keep for every single show, and it has the spiral, you know, metal Mm -hmm. binding, you know. I just ripped my sweater just ripped Uh-oh. it it got caught <laughs> it's a good thing it's those things are dangerous when they don't get twisted you know downward you know and just yeah, be careful yeah. folks if you using a notebook okay patricia <laughs> is up uh first um oh oh wait a minute time out patricia there i see i'm using all these football terms um uh call in we have an open phone line if you'd like to talk about the super bowl the halftime show what you're going to be doing this weekend maybe your your valentine's plans maybe your lenten plans do it, whatever you want to talk about this is your show so use this wisely this time we have together 833-288-3986 okay patricia in colorado on the ewtn app welcome to take two how funny that I would be the first one on because I'm starting off on a negative note. I I have watched the Super Bowl with great anticipation, and I love the game, and I will watch it again if I have someone or a team my family is rooting for, that sort of thing. But, you know, the halftime activities have turned me off so badly over even watching the game. It's just amazing. I I just cannot bring myself to do that. It's so sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That it, so, so much of it is is vulgar and vile, and it just is. It feels creepy. Sometimes it feels like it, there's something wrong with it. It just looks alien to me. Sometimes. What do you think, Jerry? Yeah, interesting. I'm glad you brought that up, Patricia and Debbie. Thank you for your thoughts on that. I've often likened you know not just the Super Bowl, but a lot of sports uh you know telecasts and even the presentations at the games and so forth as being something that you know people just they they they, the ones who put it on they think you just need more and more and more of it Mm -hmm. and they almost treat viewers like you know addicts you know like well last year's super bowl halftime show wasn't quite raunchy enough so let's let's ratchet that up a little bit and and i'm not saying all of it that happens every year or anything but um you know it, it just becomes so um commercial and you know sometimes like you said debbie just not and patricia something we just really can't even watch that much you know with Mm -hmm. a good conscience i don't think so yeah yeah so what are you going to be doing then patricia so uh if my family is watching and they have a particular team that they want to um support i'll probably be right there in the middle of all of them but they know i don't watch halftime activities i believe it's just a a very negative influence on Mm -hmm. our culture yeah. And our, especially our kids, you know, please don't let the kids watch halftime activities. Yeah. 
I, I, I agree with you. And you know, you put those images in your head, you can't get them out. They're, they're imprinted, they're, they, they're implanted, they're, they're there. And, you know, let's, let's go, let's turn this into a spiritual discussion. The demons know how to play on those images. They know how to do it and bring up past memories. They, they know what we're looking at. If, if they happen to be there when we're looking at these things and, and we're taking them into our, to our minds, they know that. And so there's, it, there's all these layers that could be problematic. And I don't think people take time to even think about that, but I'm glad you brought it up, Patricia. Thank you. Yeah. You yeah. guys have a great day. Enjoy the game. Yeah. God bless you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you so much, Patricia. You know what I do like? I like what? the chips and dips. Mm-hmm. At Super Bowl parties. I just oh, think yeah. that they're so much fun. Yeah. Good reason to go to a Super Bowl party. You know, lots of well, good yeah, food. It's very colorful. You know, it's just fun. It's like mm-hmm. that, you know, you're you're just, you know, all the appetizers. It just is kind of that grazing <laughs> all day long type thing. <laughs> what are you laughing about? Uh, it is. That's a good way to put it. Grazing all day long. Yeah. 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 Okay. 833-288-3986. Your plans for the weekend, hopefully, of course, includes going to Mass, going to church, and maybe watching or participating in a Super Bowl event of some kind. Do you have a favorite team? I'd be curious to know what any of you think about, you know, the betting, the gambling, that you know, not just the Super Bowl, but now, you know, the NFL and all of the major sports leagues have all of these betting companies as official partners. Mm. And you know what? They're not in business to lose money. And I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, I think the Super Bowl's rigged or fixed or any other game is, but, you know, it just uh, it just it begs the question. There were there were years, Debbie, decades when the NFL, the NBA, all these leagues would not even allow a franchise in Las Vegas because it was too close to the gambling. Now wow. they're all in bed together. So I just wow. it begs the question. I'd love to hear if anybody has thoughts mm-hmm. on that. Anyway, Super Bowl weekend. What what is your take on this? Eight three three two eight eight three nine eight six. Okay, we're going to go next to James, and James is in Garden City, Kansas, on KSGC. Hi, James. Hi, how's it going? Great. Well. Yeah, Great. Are you, you ready for the Super Bowl? You know, this uh, this would be the first year I got back into it. Um, uh, I haven't. We haven't watched the besides just the Super Bowl, maybe a little bit, like for the past eight years, and then we started watching. I don't know if you heard about it, but the New Hype podcast with the Kelsey brothers. Hmm. I haven't heard about um, it. No. Uh, but uh, anyways, they um, uh, they remind me a lot of my family. Um, uh, they um, uh, are pretty funny, but sometimes they're a little vulgar like uh, most football players. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I played football for a long time. A lot of my brothers did as well. Um, and I don't know. I go back and forth. Uh I feel like a lot of times, even when we do, you know, uh, say that there are, you know, good Christian players, um, uh, you know, they're all mic'd up all the time. So you do hear them, you know, using the Lord's name in vain, even Mm -hmm. though um, uh, they are Christian. But, I mean, their lives are under a microscope. I'm sure somebody would tell me, like, oh, it's a little gluttonous. That's your third plate there. Um, uh, But (laughs) um, uh, I don't know. I just... uh, I go back and forth, you know, I like the sport of football, but also, you know, I've coached before. There's a lot of vulgarness to it. There's a, you know, it's okay to be aggressive, but people throw cuss words out all the time, you know, throwing F-bombs. And then 
you know, you get to the point to where if you get too much into it, you, it's almost like you start to worship football and you want to get done with the math so you can go watch the football game. Mm. Um, uh, I've seen people in jerseys at the, you know, at mass and everything. And I don't know. I, I feel, I feel like sometimes it could lead you away if you get too into it. So, yeah. What do you think, Jerry? You're a big football fan. Well, I, I have been, yeah, but over the years, um, I mean, the last recent several years, I don't mm-hmm. watch nearly as much as I used to. I haven't watched 30 seconds of pre-Super Bowl hype in the last two weeks on, like, ESPN or whatever. But, James, you used a word that I think is very, very fitting right here. You said, you know, we kind of worship football. And the interesting thing is, if I'm not mistaken about this, the earliest Super Bowls, the first couple of them anyway, they were not sellouts. You know, they had to, they didn't sell out. It was it was this brand new phenomenon, you know, between the old AFL and the NFL, and uh, you know they had merged, and now the Super Bowl was happening. And uh, if I if I recall correctly, I could be wrong, but I, I think they couldn't even sell out the games early mm-hmm. on. And now, um, I just for fun, I went on the other day and, and was pricing tickets. They're like you know six, seven, eight thousand dollars for the bad mm-hmm. seats, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know it's become a game for you know the rich and the famous. Basically, it's it's certainly not an yeah. every man's game anymore. But anyway, I'm rambling on. Debbie, what do you think? Well, and there's a lot of other problems too that's surrounding it. You know the whole. The whole sex trafficking tie-in mm-hmm. and all sorts of things, and it, it's just—it's very disturbing. It's something that is that is meant to be um, a, a sport and entertainment has now turned into a gigantic, obviously, business, and possibly there's you know corrupt ties to it. Well, that always happens when there's money, actually. But it, it's kind of you know, it, it's really—I don't know—it's it's, been—it's been tarnished. I think. What do you think, James? I mean, it's not—it's not the wholesome sport that it used to be. Sometimes. Yeah, and you know, I don't. I mean, that that podcast I mentioned, I don't really recommend people to go watch it because um, uh, they do use the Lord's name in vain. They do cuss. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I relate to it because it. I feel like it reminds me of my family that who just because these two characters uh they were Catholic and they walked away and I feel like them being in the pro sport sort of makes the walk away even more deepening because they don't go you know football became uh their church um uh but I don't know if uh honestly if you look back at it I mean a lot of the people that started playing football were you know they came back from war and they needed to let out their aggression. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, in my experience, um, uh, playing sports, I mean, it's not, it's uh, a place for aggressive men to let out their anger. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, I mean, there, you can be a good person to play. I'm not saying that. But, uh, I mean, there is a aggressive and uh, violent part that you have to be, and sometimes you have to hone into that and, Hmm. And sometimes you take it too far. Um, uh, yeah. But as of, you know, the way it's gotten lately, yeah, I think uh, there's a lot of uh, evil getting into it. And I, I sort of like any big corporation, you know, I didn't really like how the NFL, like, threatened people um, uh, and made them take certain things or else mm-hmm. they couldn't play and mm-hmm. sort of persecuted people. And even when you looked at uh, Tim Tebow, I mean, I... I mean, I don't really know the guy personally or anything, but man, did that guy get crucified just mm-hmm. because he was saving himself for marriage. Mm-hmm. So, uh, no, I don't think it really has the best reputation. I don't think it ever mm-hmm. really did, but I think it's definitely gotten worse. Now that it's in Las Vegas, I agree with you. 
I mean, yeah. I feel like that every Super Bowl from here on out is probably going to be in Las Vegas. <laughs> but. It's a, it, makes, it makes it convenient for the uh, for those that are betting on it. You know, James, you gave you gave me a really good uh, thought on this. Jerry um, Jerry knows we've been trying to coordinate the schedule uh, with Philip Rivers to come on Take Two. He has agreed to come on Take Two, and he and he has agreed many years ago. And we can't seem to get our schedules together. So we need to have Philip Rivers on because he's such a good a good Christian and um, being a professional athlete. Solid I think it would Catholic, be like, yeah, huh? He's a solid Catholic man. Solid Catholic. About, yeah. Tiffany have about uh, nine kids, I think. Yeah. He's got a, a big family. So James, you gave, you just, um, you just sparked my memory here. And so Ace McKay, hopefully will make a note of it and we'll get with Philip Rivers and have him on soon. That, that would be fun conversation. Don't you think? Yeah. 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 I mean, again, I think you can be a great professional athlete and, and, you know, and still have a faith, but, Sometimes I think my biggest problem with football is it's on Sunday. And I know people have mixed emotions, even Catholics, about working on Sunday and doing stuff on Sunday, buying groceries on Sunday. But here lately, me and my wife tried to, you know, not spend any money on Sundays and mm-hmm. do it on, you know, Saturdays in prayer. And, you know, it's made, it really has made our Sundays more reverent because, we just focus on God, and then when we come home, we just spend time as a family. We don't have any errands to do. We don't go out and do anything. And it's, it's really uh, made our Sundays very peaceful and very loving uh, and very God-filled. So that's why I'm sort of mixed about the Sundays with the Super Bowl, because I know they're working. They work every Sunday. Yeah. Um, uh, so, wow. Yeah. What, a, what a great testimonial, James. You've, I think you've just really probably touched a lot of hearts that are out there listening, you know, people who are kind of torn like you were talking about, but you have, you and your family have, have really made Sundays a holy day like it's supposed to be, you know, the Lord's Day. And so God bless you for that. James, thank you for the call. Great contribution to our discussion here at 833-288-EWTN, 833 Three nine eight six. Julie, hang on in Rhode Island. We're going to get to you in just a moment. But you know, James was talking about, and I think we were all kind of commenting, Debbie. It's a tough, uh, tough lifestyle. You know, professional sports. You're on the road all the time. You're in hotels. These guys like to go out, you know, go out to, you know, clubs and whatever. And I remember uh, there was a player for the uh, Los Angeles Lakers uh, a couple, two or three decades ago. Um, His name was A.C. Green. He went to college at Oregon State. And some people might remember him, and he very, um, you know, openly was living a chaste lifestyle. He was a single man, and he really embraced chastity and promoted that. And I was so proud of him. He took some heat for that. But you know what? A lot of people, Debbie, they look at a a colleague, a teammate like that, and there's a certain, they may have to peel back some layers to get to that place of respect in their hearts. But ultimately, I think they look at someone like that, like a Philip Rivers, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Brock Purdy. And these, these men are ultimately, I think, very respected by their teammates, even if their mm-hmm. teammates don't emulate them and follow in exactly the same you know, moral uh, footprints. You know? Well, they've been given an extraordinary platform to be able to reach people and and we you we you know this Jerry cuz you're you've um you love sports and I played sports growing up and people um can identify with athletes they they love they love to imagine they love to dream that it's 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 exciting there's that there's that energy um that James was talking about it just is all there and so when you have somebody who's a leader in the sports um, a professional sporting arena, 
you know, and they 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 can be a, an extraordinary, a wonderful role model. So yeah. I do agree with that part of it, Jer. Major influencers. Major absolutely. influencers. Way to, yeah, perfect, perfect word. Or perfect all right, Julie, statement. we're going to give you all the time you need, so hang on right there through this short break. We've got other calls we're getting to that Matt is screening, but a line open, 833-288-3986. It's Super Bowl Sunday. What are your plans? Good, bad, indifferent? Let us know here on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. about Super Bowl Sunday and then there was a football game a lot of a lot of packaging the game comes in a lot of packaging you know the the pregame shows I think start what the the pregame shows have probably started already and the game's not until Sunday Mm. I'm tongue-in-cheek on that but um, anyway what are your thoughts about it there's a lot of redeeming things about Super Bowl Sunday I'm definitely gonna watch the game I don't have uh, my team's not in it so I don't have to go through the emotional highs and lows and the panics of watching the other team potentially beat my team but mm-hmm. what do you what do you have any plans for the weekend uh, what are your thoughts on the super bowl the uh, the game itself is it uh, is it uh, you know is it anticlimactic after all the build-up sometimes a really fantastic super bowl so we want to know what your uh, plans are for the weekend at 833-288-3986 and julie held very pro- uh, patiently in providence rhode island for us thank you for that julie we appreciate that listening on the ewtn app hi julie hey jerry Nice hey. to nice see you both. I, I don't have a Super Bowl story or an activity to share, but since um, Debbie, you opened it up to any, anything happening this weekend on mm-hmm. Saturday. So tomorrow night I'm going to go to a concert um, for this group that I recently discovered. And they're not Christian or Catholic, but they play a lot of sacred music, and it's beautiful. And I just thought it was a great way, you know, the timing of the concert being, being near me and then coming up with the start of Lent. But... Um, I'll be doing that tomorrow night and um, just really looking forward to it. This, mm-hmm. this group is a acapella group. There are eight of them, and um, it sounds like a complete choral group when they sing. They've got perfect pitch, and they mm-hmm. just sing so reflectively, so reverently that, um, you know, that I'm, I'm just really excited to, to kind of kick off Lind a little early with, mm-hmm. that, with this mm-hmm. concert. So a cappella meaning there's no instruments, correct? Yeah, that's right. Just mm-hmm. the eight voices, and that's their name. Oh. I, I probably won't pronounce it correctly because uh, I don't. I've only just become aware of them. Like voices eight, I think is what they're called. Wow, if I'm pronouncing it correctly. But and they're you know, like I said, they said that they. A lot of people comment that they play a lot of sacred music. You know, for all the way from Gregorian chant to like 16th century. And, and modern music as well, so it's the mm-hmm. full gamut. But there's nothing like a beautiful song, you know, in mm-hmm. a prayerful way to just um, get you in the, you know, get you in the way of a season, a spiritual season. So just wanted to share that, that you know, share that group. And, you know, the, mm-hmm. one of my favorite songs is called Drop, uh, Drop, Drop, Slow Tears, which I wasn't, I had never heard of. Before my my daughter's in a um, liturgical choir in, in college, and they played that last Easter, and it mm-hmm. was just so beautiful. And then I found this group. So anyway, just wanted to share that sort of alternative. You know, they're on YouTube, so you could you can Google them and and yeah. find them and listen to them. All their songs are are available that way. I think. 
I'm going to look them up right after the show. I love acapella groups. I think they are so amazing. They use their voices so brilliantly to be able to harmonize and to to take it to a level where it sounds like there's like a whole orchestra mm-hmm. behind them, but it really is using their voices. I think it's very powerful using that. I, 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 I There were times I, I got to see a group years ago in Arizona, Julie and, and Jerry, and I, I don't know if you've ever gone before, Julie, if this is your first time, but I, I tell you, it was very, I felt myself kind of lift um, spiritually. I just felt my body just feel, going into like almost uh, a, a bit of a, a slight mystical encounter there because it was so incredibly heightened on the gifts of, of, of their voices. Have you been there before, Julie, or something similar? Because of you, okay. Exactly what you described, Debbie. Mm-hmm. Think mm-hmm. that thing that makes it a kind of add on, like a value add on to preparing, yeah. you know, because sometimes you don't actually, you know, very often, right? We don't feel feel it while we're praying. You listen to one of these songs and you mm-hmm. you can't help but be moved. Mm-hmm. Um, and the lyrics, this particular song was so beautiful. It was written by or dropped off so was written by Orlando Gibbons, who was like a 16th century composer, and then it was, but the lyrics were written by another by poet, also 16th century, I can't think of his name now. And somehow, somebody paired these two together to create the song. And um, it's just, it's this beautiful song of Jesus Mercy, um, and very simple, just three stanzas long. But it's just, just a beautiful Easter song, in my view, anyway. Fantastic. Well, that sounds like a very uh, beautiful experience that you're going to have, Julie, there. We're so glad that you shared that with us. And uh, I'm going to look them up. I, I have not heard of this group before, but I, I'm like you. I love, aca- uh, not acapulco, acapella, <laughs> acapella groups. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, no, that's amazing. To You just know that God has blessed people with tremendous gifts, and when they're using them, it really does elevate the spirit. I love that. So Karen is up next and Karen is driving through Missouri um, on Sirius XM 130. Hi, Karen. Hey, how are you, Debbie? Great, great, Karen. Drive safely. Oh, thanks. I am deep into the heart of Chiefs country. Let me tell you, we're only a couple hours from Kansas City, so it's all red and gold here, man. <laughs> We are um, going actually to a pickleball tournament in St. Louis this weekend, so that gives us opportunity to wear our Chiefs gear. We just kind of go nuts, but that's what I'm actually doing. And then we're going to race home afterwards to hopefully get there by halftime, get home by halftime. Um, but I wanted to tell you, and if you don't know this, that Harrison Bucker, who is the field kicker, mm-hmm. is a devout Catholic. He... Uh, wears his scapular when he plays, and if you watch him before or after he kicks, he always points up to the Lord, and um, oh. he's just a super nice guy. My, uh, As a side note, my grandson, through a whole bunch of circumstances, um, was baptized up towards the Kansas City area, and Harrison's wife stepped in um, by proxy because the godmother was not able to make it. And so it was just the priest and Harrison and Harrison's wife and their two children. And um, my son and his wife did not have a baptismal outfit for their child, their baby. So they pro- the, the Buckers pr- provided one. 
And we thought, well, how sweet they let my grandson wear their child's baptismal outfit. But later we found out that it was actually Harrison's baptismal outfit that my grandson got baptized in. Wow. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, Um, right? Do you realize... Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, do you realize your grandson's going to be able to use that story his, the rest of his life? I, I'm telling you, it's something special. And, and, you know, they didn't have to do that, but they had baptismal gifts for uh, my grandson, and this just went above and beyond. Um, and then we thought, all right, so nice to meet you. Try not to be too starstruck. And they said, no, no, come to our house. We have a meal for you. So we went to his oh. house. And they provided, like, these, like, street tacos and all kinds of cool stuff. And we were blown away by their hospitality. Um, and not only that, but by their, by their example. You know, their house has, you know, artwork, uh, Catholic artwork. And, and they're the, you know, he's the real deal. Absolutely really the is. real deal. No, he sure is. In fact, uh, I was looking up online. I remember the NFL has this thing they call um, "My Cause, My Cleats" or something like that, and you get to write, you know, on your on your cleats for one particular game what your your favorite you know cause is or whatever. And for Harrison Butker, it's children with disabilities, and he wrote here on the Chiefs website. Uh, Dream Factory Kansas City is a great organization that reminds us through their mission that every child is valuable and worthy of life no matter the circumstances of their birth. He says, I'm happy to showcase an organization whose mission is to bring dignity to all children. A very pro-life, I know he's Mm -hmm. very, very strongly pro-life and and this uh, children with disabilities cause that he supports is evidence Mm -hmm. of that, so... Well, Karen, if you happen to um, run into them again, tell them we'd love to have them on take two. That would be fabulous. <laughs> well, that's what I, when I heard your your comments on the last caller, I thought, oh boy, maybe I wish you put a bug in his ear. And uh, I think I can make that work through a certain channel of people to make that work. But during the commercials, I mean, during the halftime show, what my family does is we kind of turn away from the TV, we go play pool or play cards, or that's when we break out all the snacks that have been in the oven or the dips that you were talking about. We try to, you know, come together and have more family time during halftime. So sometimes they're good shows, sometimes they're kind of raunchy, but hopefully this year it won't be too uh, tacky, tasteless. Yeah. Right. Well, right. as you know, Karen, probably, you know, the halftime artist this year is Usher, so I'm hoping he keeps it clean <laughs> doesn't doesn't sully the name or yeah. anything like that but karen you know if you if you're so inclined you know just drop us an email at take two at ewtn.com and um you know we do we do have guests on the show once in a while uh, typically mm-hmm. only on holy days and holidays but we would love to have feature harrison butker on the show i know he's done Absolutely. a lot of interviews on catholic radio already so mm-hmm. think about that karen if you would okay absolutely i'll i'll do my best okay it- and Karen, we hope you win the pickleball um, yeah. tournament. Hey, thank you. I appreciate that more than you know. My girl and I are partnered together. We're playing it up at a different level, and uh, mm-hmm. so hopefully, fingers crossed, and from your mouth to God's ear. Okay. Something yeah, keep, tells me keep us posted. Yeah. whoever wins is going to be someone wearing a Chiefs jersey. Karen, what do you think? <laughs> is that a safe bet? There you bet? go. <laughs> <laughs> probably true. Probably true. All right. Well, good luck to your Chiefs in the, in the game mm-hmm. on Sunday. What a great call. Safe These driving. Great. Yeah. yeah, that was a beautiful call. Lisa in Texas on Guadalupe Radio Network. Hi, Lisa. 
I just wanted to add that uh, I think a good family activity during the uh, halftime is to watch the Puppy Bowl. <laughs> it's funny. It's cute. And there's nothing offensive about it. And what is Puppy Bowl? I don't know. I'm, I'm missing something. Tell us. Puppy Bowl is just funny. It's like a little, they have all these little puppies, and they're just rolling around playing puppy on this football stadium floor. <laughs> and it's just it's just like kind of a sarcasm on the Super Bowl. So they're just being little cute puppies, some sleeping, some, you know, racing around. And, and you know, it's just it's just this innocent sweetness, that's all. Yeah. Okay, I'm totally checking it out. I love that already. <laughs> How yeah, about you? I've, Are you I looking it up? it up? I looked it up online, yeah. It says uh, this year's Puppy Bowl 2024 will pit Patrick Mabones versus Bark Purdy. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, oh, well, thank you, Lisa. That was awesome introducing that. I can't wait to check it out. See, it's going to be a problem in the Giorgiani household, though, folks, because remember, um, if those of you who are loyal, take two um, uh, folks, you know that I lost little Gracie in 2021. And I've been begging Marty ever since uh, 2021 so that I could get another dog. So he's not going to let me watch the puppy bowl because he's going to say, you're going to fall in love with these little puppies and we're not getting another one. That's what he'll say. Well, I'll bet people walk their dogs in front of your house all day, probably. All, yeah. all the time. You have a lot of neighbors with dogs, right? Yeah, a lot. Some are not that nice, though. No, really? The dogs yeah, are the neighbors. The dogs are not that nice. They're kind of, they're oh. angry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, here's the phone number, 833-288-3986. We're engaged in a, uh, I think, a lively conversation about Super Bowl Sunday. What are your thoughts on that? Do you have a, a dog in the fight, if I can put it that way? <laughs> Are you planning on attending something somewhere or maybe having some friends over? What about the game itself? Is it meaningful anymore? I think, you know, for a lot of people it is. And we'd love to hear your thoughts on that at 833-288-3986. And we'll go to Esperanza in Flowery Branch, Georgia, listening on Alexa today. Hi, Esperanza. Hey, how are you today? Great. Thank you for joining the conversation. Oh, thank you. Definitely enjoy your show. Um, for this weekend, uh, tomorrow in my church, we have a Valentine celebration for couples. So we're going to start with five o'clock, uh, five o'clock mass. Then we have a blessing, and you know, couple blessing, and then we're going to have um, dinner. So we're mm-hmm. going to celebrate until ten o'clock. So that's my church. Esper- Esperanza, nice it, yeah, Esperanza is that for couples or or can singles go too? No, it's for couples. It's for a Valentine's celebration. Yeah, oh, so it's okay. going to be a blessing for the marriage and everything. Oh, very cool. And that's at your church? Yes, Prince of Peace. That's the name. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. We don't have, I don't think yeah. we have anything going on at our church. That That <laughs> sounds lovely. So you're going, and you probably have other couple friends that are going as well. Yes, we are. And, and I invite other people. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I invite, so mm-hmm. it's up to them if they want to come or not, but definitely I also yeah. want my friends to come with us. But I think it's very nice to have that celebration at the church. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, especially and, yeah, uh, especially for couples. Can Is there going to be dancing? I mean, obviously there's going to be food. Do you have any music? Food, music, dancing, and we can have a wine. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, it's very nice. Very, very, very nice. I know we're going to have a good time tomorrow. Oh, yes, you are. Wow. I want to be there. I, I, too bad I didn't live closer to Georgia. 
No, but that's but that's way how community and parishioners should they they should all get together during these beautiful holidays and to celebrate together as as uh, married couples and I think that's wonderful. You're very blessed, Esperanza, to have a parish community like that. I think we're doing a picnic at our church. I'm almost positive there's a picnic, but I I didn't I think I saw it in the bulletin. How about your church, Jerry? Is the Basilica doing something? No, nothing that I'm aware of officially, but. Um... You know, it's it's beautiful to hear about this event that Esperanza is going to be going to. It sounds like a, a beautiful yeah. um, relationship building, a relationship enhancing uh, event for couples. So Yeah, to spend together as couples. Okay, before we go back to the phones, thank you again, Esperanza. Have a beautiful, blessed event. Tell us all about it. You can always drop us an email as well, take two at EWTN.com. If you'd like to get in on this conversation, go quickly to the phones and tell us about your Super Bowl pl- plans we'd like to know not because we're nosy but because we're generally we um really are uh you know we're very genuine about how we interact with the take two family and we care and we really care about the details like i'm excited that esperanza is going with a bunch of friends and she's going to going to celebrate valentine's at her beautiful parish that's wonderful so ewtn pro-life weekly with prudence robertson sunday 10 a.m eastern on ewtn radio stay informed and educated with the latest news and truth on abortion euthanasia assisted suicide and the culture of death and we can send EWTN's Pro-Life Weekly directly to your email inbox each week. All you have to do is is visit EWTN.com and click on subscribe. Okay. Yeah, we were, we've talked uh, several times about the, um, you know, the faith lives of some of the, the players on these teams. I think it's probably more uh, more prevalent than we might realize. You remember, you know, Debbie, we see the, the in fact, the team, players from both teams will gather at the end of the game, you know, yeah. in midfield and kneel down in a circle and pray and and I think it's just beautiful, you know, to hear how mm-hmm. they just share their relationship with God. You mentioned it's a it's a, a huge platform, mm-hmm. and it really is responsibility. So, yeah, mm-hmm. and I I think we need to you know definitely be praying for uh, you know not only the the Christian uh, members of the teams, not just in the NFL but in all sports, but um, mm-hmm. you know for all of the players as well, because God has given them amazing gifts. You know, they throw millions of dollars at these young young men and women in, in mm-hmm. pro sports and now in college sports as well. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I think it's just a be- that's one of the beautiful things about not just the Super Bowl, but any kind of a game is to when the, after the, the interviews, you know, they always talk about, you know, I've, I've been gifted. I'm using the gifts that God has given me and they give him the glory. So I think that's mm-hmm. fantastic. So a couple of questions about that I want to ask you because you're, you're up on sports. I don't really watch football that much. Or even, I, don't, I don't even watch baseball. I do watch a little bit of basketball because my husband loves basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me ask you this question. I thought that in football they stopped all that, you know, kind of dramatic end zone dancing and all that stuff they do when they get a touchdown. And I thought they stopped all the prayer because all that that happened with praying and stuff is has it come back are 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 the are the athletes able to share their faith well there was a time when i i'll just speak for the nfl when i think they were trying to curb some of the more you know rowdy uh celebrations in the end zone and all of that but now not only is it back, but the whole team, the whole the unit that's on the field will participate in it. So oh, say okay. a player scores a touchdown, the other 10 players rush to the end zone, and sometimes it'll be all 11 of them doing this, whatever it is, you know, pretending <laughs> to row a boat or, right, you know, right. take pictures of each other or something. It's really quite creative, some of the things they come up with. Very cool. So it could be entertaining, too. That's kind oh, yeah. of fun. Sure. I've always liked that part. Okay, so should we go back to the phones? Sure. 
Okay, Taylor is up next in Mobile, Alabama, listening on Guadalupe Radio Network. Hi, Taylor. Hi, good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. How are you guys? Doing well. How are you, Taylor? Okay, could I, first of all, could I speak with the gentleman who uh, loves uh, Acapulco? uh, Acapulco? (laughs) Acapulco music, yeah, that would be me, Taylor. (laughs) Yeah, okay, good. I like that. (laughs) Kind of a slip of the tongue there. Let's face it, I was thinking... I was thinking, uh, uh, don't don't feel uh, don't feel bashful about that because I think probably more people like acapulco than they do acapella. Probably, <laughs> I think you're right about that. <laughs> and hey, man, let's face it, God made acapulco, mm-hmm. and it is beautiful. It mm-hmm. is. I've been there. Yeah, actually, absolutely beautiful. Actually, I have to tell you, all of Mexico is absolutely incredible. I almost. My husband and I almost bought a place years ago in Mazatlan. Absolutely gorgeous, wow. and there was and there's Catholic everywhere, everywhere in Mexico. So I just love it. But go ahead. That I'm sorry. I just wanted to what, get into what, the uh, conversation. <laughs> no, that's 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 quite all right. That's very interesting. What 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 uh, motivated you guys to pull back from that opportunity? Um, we just, I don't know why I, I think my parents, my parents wanted me to stay back in the States because we had little kids and they just got nervous that, you know, they didn't, they, my mother, my mother liked Mexico. So did my dad, but they just did. They wanted us as when the kids were little to just stay closer to home so they could help take care of the kids. But it's all good. It's all good. Everything works. Everything's for a reason. But we go visit. I I live in Arizona, so it's not too far from Mexico. But Taylor, I'm looking at the comments here, and you have something to say about football. Yeah, well, I mean, it's. uh, I promised the gentleman that I wanted to say hi to you guys so badly. I I was struggling for something that would uh, apply to your subject. So uh, here's what I had to say about football. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, I was I played football in, in the Navy in high school and loved to play, but I ain't never been one to watch very much. But I did become interested uh, with Tom Brady, and I'll tell you why. Uh, six, what, five, six, seven Super Bowls, was it, he won? Yeah, something like that. So the reason I became interested was because of that scripture. It's the one that, where God says, and, the, and to those who have not, even that which they have shall be taken away. But to those who have, even more shall be given. Mm-hmm. Now he's talking about talents and using them rightly, of course, right? Yeah. And to those who have, even more shall be given. And I was so proud of that determined man to just keep going and winning and winning and winning. That's why I wanted him to continue to win, because of that scripture. To him who has, even more shall be given. And by God, he he was given much mm-hmm. with his hard work, you know. Boy, wasn't he. Yeah, and, and hard work was the key, because he was, uh, what, I think a sixth-round draft choice out of Michigan. Uh, wasn't even the starter at Michigan until, I think, some at some point in his junior or senior season. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, when, when, when you're talking about what they call goats, greatest of all time, I don't think there's any mm-hmm. argue, I don't think there's any debate. You know, Tom Brady has to go down as the greatest quarterback of all time. I don't know mm-hmm. if you're that familiar with him, Debbie. But. I am. I actually saw an interview he did with Oprah Winfrey, Taylor and Jerry, and uh, he talked about 
his Christian roots, and he talked about the time he was married to his wife, but they've since gotten a divorce, and, and he talked about being a family man, and he was very dedicated to his family and to the, and to the world, actually, doing work and helping people, um, you know, uh, be better and have a, a better life. And, you know, it was interesting. There's a lot to be said about that. I, my prayers for him is that I, I pray that he he does, um, you know, fully live out his Christian his Christian faith, and he can do that. And I pray that he he deepens that because you're right, Taylor. He was given and 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 has been given many gifts um, by God Himself, and it just would be wonderful if he would he would use him use them actually when he can feel very very comfortable being who he is as a Christian. And I think there were some elements even in his marriage that you know it, it, he wasn't always able. I'm I'm just kind of kind of reading between the lines on this interview that I that I watched it with Oprah Winfrey that you know he has that Christian foundation, but was he really able to really live it out? And that's the question. So I'm, that's my prayer for him that he will be able to do that if indeed there was something stopping him. What do you say to that? Taylor, I think uh, I, I think that I'm reminded now of one of your gifts. Tell me, and that's being able to take the slightest little piece of information or dialogue that comes from anywhere, and then bring it into a full blown beautiful beautiful prose like you just did. Mm. That's your gift. Oh, Taylor, thank you so much. Okay, Taylor, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna make this um, executive decision. You can call anytime. Okay. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Thank you so much, and I'll let you go with that. And I'll absolutely, I'll absolutely take you up on that on that offer. And thank you for that courtesy. And thank you, thank you with your associate for telling me what goat goat means. I always wondered <laughs> oh, what <yeah. laughs> goat meant. And you said the greatest of all time. Yep, it's an acronym, yeah. greatest of all time. Yep. Yeah. And you thanks, said Taylor. You, and you okay. said you were in the Navy, right? So thank you for your service, sir. Yeah, thanks, Taylor. Um, we're not going to get to anybody else today, unfortunately, but uh, we'll talk to you post-Super Bowl on Monday. I've got a brand new show coming up. In fact, let me take a quick look. What is our topic for Monday? I actually, laughter and marriage. Oh, okay. Yeah, I deleted that tab on my computer here for some I reason. I love to laugh in marriage. <laughs> okay. Keep a sense of humor, right? Yeah, yeah. Wow, this has been a great conversation. Uh, if you watch the game Sunday, hope you enjoy it. You know, if you're like me, you don't have a dog in the fight, so it'll be maybe a little bit easier to watch, a little better on your blood pressure. But for Debbie Giorgiani, I'm Jerry Usher, the show team. Thank you guys so much. Matt, Ace, and Michael, thank you, affiliates, for carrying the program. Again, we'll be back with you on Monday here on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Until then, we want to wish you a beautiful and blessed weekend. Thank you. God bless. <laughs>